Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. News team, assemble! <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, new news podcast even. Easy for me to say, you can tell it's early in the morning, I have not had coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jay, as always, joined by my co-anchor Troy. How are you, Troy? I'd be better if you, you introduced me by oh, my shit, proper yeah. name for the month. Well, we, we forgot to do it on like all the two podcasts before. I know, and I thought about um, it afterwards and was like, no, I'm going to get that in this weekend. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's, I went Aaron's there because um, I'm, I'm joined by the head of the table, the tribal chief, the uh, reigning, defending, <laughs> untitled wrestling podcast predictions champion, Troy. How are you, mate? I'm very good. I'm very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've acknowledged you. Um, Correct. How you getting on? You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Good. Um, Good. A lot of, lot, lot of bad news to kind of bear this week, which is always a downer. But yeah, um, wow. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a sec. Um, yeah, but before we do, uh, if people want to tell us, give us any scoops for for next week's news, or just tell us, um, tell us like what give you us your comments, certain things. Yeah, give yeah. us your. Gives your take on news. Obviously, we've we've been kind of there was a big big news thing that come out which we will address in a minute. Um, and we this week we've kind of like been very kind of quick to update it all on our Discord server, um, which is you can find that Untitled Breast Pod. You can also find us on Twitter Untitled Breast Pod. Uh, I was live tweeting like react my reactions to um, the like. WWE releases on there as well as they were happening to try and keep up with it all and just talk about some of the cool wrestlers who's unfortunately been released. Hmm. Um, again, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, and also Facebook, um, Untitled Rest Pod, where we don't post that much, but we do like a lot of watch alongs on there. Um, that's Aaron's job, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, Aaron, he said to me the other day, oh, I've not, I've not done much on Facebook. I was like, didn't you say you'd do that? So that's, that's why we that's your job, pal. Like, that's your job. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Also on our Discord, you can um, get involved in at time recording. It's Saturday, which means we are going to do our Saturday night gaming um, gameathon. We do with a well, basically anyone on the Discord server. We just kind of like send out an invitation, say if anyone wants to join us, we're going to be playing this at this time. If you want to join us, get involved in that. Jump on the server. Do it, do it, anyway, do it. Without further ado, let's go into it. So, um, during WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania, Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that there were several WrestleMania matches that would change the round as they were finalized before the WrestleMania this weekend. Um, Mental. How do you not go into it with like a clear plan? But saying that, this is WWE. They write an episode of Raw 20 minutes before it goes on air. So why should we expect anything I'm, less? I mean, <clears throat> you look at like when the streak was broken and Vince told Taker pretty much as he was going up the cape. That's mental. That he changed the finish. So that's mental. I it, didn't realise that. 
I didn't realise that. I, d- I don't know if it was like as he was going up the curtain or if it was like an hour before. Or it cer- it, it was, certainly wasn't weeks or months before. It was the, it was day of. He changed Christ the result. Christ alive. Um, he, okay. he's, he's infamous for doing it to kind of keep people guessing. I do I do get that. Um, Still, though, it like, sucks for the people on the other end of that. You going into a fucking live televised event and you're told like within hours, oh, yeah, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's it's weird. It must be weird as well because obviously, if you're if you've been like kind of working in a clear direction, mm-hmm. and then you get the rug pulled out from under you on the yeah. night of the show, it's like oh, actually we're going to go this direction now. It, it I I imagine it can kind of generate a lot of questions where it's like oh, mm. where, where does that leave me? Sort of yeah. thing. What was the there, point of the last few months? There, yeah, there, there was a couple of results where they'd kind of cheat. It felt like they changed it. Um, obviously, we're going to go into one in a second. Uh, I get that. I, I Drew and Bobby, I don't know whether that was. I don't think that would have been changed. I think. No, I think that was set in stone. I think before. that was set set in stone, and it was they've just done a very good job of kind of making everyone yeah. expect that Drew was going to retain it. Well, the thing so is, the, had had it been against anyone else, I don't think that had been that whole. Oh yeah, no, the, the other guy's going to win it. The other guy's you know, going to take it off Bobby, but because it was Drew, because of everything over the last year, and it felt like he deserved to kind of win it in front of a crowd, that's why there was, it was kind of very down the line, I think. I See, I think I think that one, and I, I didn't say this when we did our review, but I feel like that one was actually quite a good idea because yeah, it sounds like the next time we're getting fans is SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So now it means that they've got six months to kind of build that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, by yeah. like everyone wanted Drew to win at WrestleMania in the crowd by the sound of things based mm. on monstrous pop he got and the kind of shocked shocked um, silence when last yeah, yeah. like retained. Um it would be it would be quite good if they kind of could then build for that moment to happen mm. at some and then he gets yeah. a big pop at SummerSlam instead. But it's and, also nice that Bobby gets to have a little bit of a longer reign than I think well, a lot of that, people expected. That too, because we like we spoke at it uh, a few, quite a lot, saying he absolutely deserves it. He's done a fantastic job in the last twelve months yeah, um, yeah, yeah. of being kind of like fill, basically just filling the void that Brock left, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty much. We're yeah. doing it full time. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, sorry, oh, go on. Did you have something else? I, no, I was going to say. Oh, actually, uh, one thing I will say because I forgot to put it in the notes. One that <laughs> one that did get uh, revealed as being changed was uh, Seamus and Riddle. Oh, really? Which I I I mean, we all thought Seamus was winning, winning yeah. was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that was just wishful thinking on our part, but yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, um, the long term plans for that was Riddle wasn't meant to win the US title. Was it meant to be so, Keith Lee? It was meant to be Keith Lee, and he was meant to probably be getting a similar sort of run that Riddle got. Oh, okay. To like Mania, but then I don't know, maybe he would have held on at Mania and I imagine he would have Yeah. I'd like to hope so. Ah, oh, Keith Lee. Unless Keith. Yeah, same. Moving on. Yeah, definitely. Uh moving on, but sticking with uh plans and changes for WrestleMania. Fightful has learned that the plan as of Friday before WrestleMania was for the fiend to go over in the match against Randy Orton. However, it was changed over the weekend for Orton uh to emerge victorious. There was never a plan in order either for a Firefly Funhouse and beyond that, 
many of those associated with the angle were never given an end game at any point prior to the weekend, outside of the fact that it would write Orton off television for a good period of time as originally planned. Um, a lot of us thought it was going to be a Five Life Funhouse match going into that. Um, obviously, it wasn't. Uh, but a surprise finish was pitched over the weekend and we're told Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon were instrumental in the change and the decision-making associated with that. Boom! That's... <laughs> that, that sounds on is, brand to those two. <laughs> is mental that The Fiend didn't go over. Absolutely yeah. mental. Especially, like, they literally, like, killed him off for four months. Yeah. And then that was his first match back in four months. This, this is like a six-month build they've done on this feud. And that was the payoff. And that was the payoff. Oh, it man. was a bit of a... A little bit of a... Um, Kicking the teeth? Yeah, anti-climax. Yeah. Um, I like a lot I of think... the intrigue that comes out of the back of it with Alexa. But yeah. you still could have had that and had The Fiend go over. Yeah. Like you could have had him win and then Alexa appears and Randy nails him from an arcade. I don't Randy know. Randy could have at least punk kicked them or something. Something like that. But you still something could have had him go over. More. You still yeah. could have had him go over. You still could have had that Alexa like reveal. And yeah, it, it baffles me that that was a last minute change for him to not go over. Like you say, given that he's not put on TV for six months, Randy doesn't need that win. And at this yeah. point, you can't take the Fiend character seriously. It, it like, feel, because it of feels, the booking. It, it feels as though every time they start to get it right, they do what they did. Like, there's been a lot of comparisons between Bray and Kane over the years. Mm. And it's a sim- it is a similar sort of thing where every time they they start to kind of figure it out um <laughs> they just shit the bed <laughs> yeah they, they then do something stupid and it's like what the fuck have you done mm-hmm. um, which they used to do with Kane all the time back in the day yeah. so stop start booking um well let's move on anyway to um to some more well some more pay-per-view news uh contrary to what was reported in our news last week uh, which was kind of Going round, um, so I don't know whether it's like just been switched around or what. Mm. Um, kind of makes a bit more sense being like this. Um, WWE announced that Backlash will now be May 16th and it will be renamed WrestleMania Backlash, which is just cringeworthy. It's fucking dreadful, isn't it? Basically, it means we can put all the same matches on that we had at Mania yeah. for reasons because that's how it feels it's going at the moment. I mean, it, it feels like, I mean, we're They've already kind of announced the rematch of Drew and Bobby. Mm. They've already they, they've kind of teasing Rhea and Asker and Charlotte in a triple threat, which we thought. Well, Aaron thought we'd possibly get that at Mania, which wasn't I, I, a bad shout. I think that was the original plan for Mania. If Before Charlotte was ill, yeah. Before Charlotte uh, got COVID, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they've kind of. Um, kind of teased on SmackDown last night a triple threat between Bianca, Bailey, and Sasha, mm. which again is a little, little bit of a um, rematch with a bit of a twist on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm not going to complain about that because that's that's, no, that's going to be thing. yeah. I'd love um, to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't have like obviously with um if they weren't like going for the whole history making main event thing with Bianca and um, Sasha, I wouldn't have been against that being on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm I'm happy we got the singles match because it was so important. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it does it does feel like it's just going to be oh. It, we did this last month. Yeah, backlash is always just month. a throwaway pay per view, in it really. Yeah, I mean, you say you say that like they've they've always over the years, like when they have done WrestleMania rematches, it's been awesome. Mm. Um, obviously, like I, I say, they were teasing one thing for Roman on SmackDown, but at the end of the night, teased there was going to be a seven Cesaro rematch. Um, two. So mm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's always rematches of like some of the best matches, but they just just be a bit creative. Like, don't be surprised it, if we get Sammy and KO again at WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, absolutely! Like based off last <laughs> night, yeah. Um, probably in a false count anywhere match, which yeah. is what they've done at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's like fair enough if they're gonna do that to kind of buy themselves a bit of time to plan out some storylines that's great but it's WWE so they're not going to do that no <laughs> they're going to buy themselves some time to then go oh shit I've got another pay for you coming up um, yeah. oh, we'll just do the same matches again <laughs> yeah um, moving on WrestleVotes reported uh, now that the weekend is behind us i.e. Wrestlemania weekend um, nearly everyone I've spoken to regarding Wrestlemania had positive things to say aside from the weather Everything went smooth. The two-day event was viewed as a success, but plans remain, uh, still remain rather, for one single night event next year in Dallas. Make it two nights. Come on. It, it was so much better two nights because it yeah. felt it felt like it went quickly. It left us wanting more for the second night. Yeah. Yeah. And it really did. That's the thing. Like you have the norm. Like if if they're gonna do that for that in just one night then oh, it's just going to be too much it's going to be a tough watch yeah because they was that what was the 14 matches or 17 matches or something like that uh 14 15 or something i think yeah. so yeah so if they're gonna do that in one night then they're, Christ. they're not gonna they're not gonna stick to like a three and a half hour time window are they no, definitely not. It's going to the, be five, the, five and a half hours. It, it's gonna, it's gonna probably be seven hours. Oh, they'll chuck a pre-show in as well this time, won't they? With they'll matches put it on, on, yeah, they'll put some matches, some of those matches they would have had on the pre-show. Yeah, but just either do it because the last one where where it wasn't like that long was thirty. Yeah, thirty felt right. Time they had one match on the pre-show. And then Battle he, Royale. It was no, it was a fatal four way tag match, I believe. Oh, I thought the Battle Royale was on the pre show. Was that Bat- the one where no. Cesaro won it? Yeah, but yeah. the Battle Royale was um, was after Brian and um, oh, Brian Triple, and Triple H. H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I missed the whole thing because I went to the toilet and I was queuing for fucking ages. Oh, man. Um, and then I could, literally I, I came back out to Cesaro um, celebrating with the trophy. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's um, they, as I say, they, they just need to either pick pick certain matches to leave off WrestleMania if they're going to mm. do it that way, or 
back to Bull and do it two nights. Everyone two wants it. Everyone the wants only it. Pe- the only people who don't want it two nights are the fucking McMahons. Yeah. And if, if the world if the world's reopened more, the way you should look at it is, well, that's two nights where like that's two gates. Yeah. You exactly. that's two gates. You can sell out. You'll you'll fucking sell it out easy. Of course it will. It's WrestleMania. Yeah. But yeah, it's just just there. Very upsetting. Um sticking with WrestleMania matches, the Wrestling Observer newsletter says WWE believes there are three big money matches to be made with Roman Reigns. And he'll be protected until he can have them. When them being The Rock, Brock, and uh, John Cena. Um, I mean, we've seen two of them already. Yeah. Obviously, not this version of Roman's character. So there is the intrigue of that. And especially because Roman's pretty much like the final boss of WWE at the moment. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be against them keeping the belt on him for like. For a long ass, like a San Martino ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we touched on this the other day. I can't remember what it was we were talking about it, but keep it on him for like at least another year, maybe mm. longer. It's the best. Yeah, it's been the I, best thing on TV for months and months and months. He's not had a bad match. Everything around it is excellent. If the plan is to build to some of these big, big money matches, keep it on him. Make him an absolute fucking titan going into those matches yeah i mean he doesn't necessarily need the belt in any of those matches no but at the same time if if you want to kind of keep him looking strong that would mean he's got to lose it at some point that's the thing exactly he could do in an elimination chamber but then his whole character is well i'm i wouldn't do that why would i do that why would i do that i'll i'll face someone after the chamber when they're weakened, yeah. I'll do it on my terms. He, he's, he's the head of the table. He, 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 he gets to fucking get the pick of what he wants. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, they're, they're all compelling matches. You've got to think that Roman versus um, The Rock's going to probably happen in Hollywood, isn't it? Yeah, oh, for sure. Or, Rome, or Roman versus Cena. Yeah, I th- uh, it's got to be The Rock. For the Hollywood, yeah. the Hollywood one, it's got to be The Rock, surely. One of those is going to be WrestleMania Forty. Yeah. So The Rock could be a big, would be a bigger deal for Forty. I feel. Yeah, yeah. When is Hollywood next year's Dallas? Is the year after Hollywood's Hollywood. thirty nine? Did they announce Forty, or did they just announce it was just this year, next year, and they announced after? three years? Yeah. Ah, okay. That's because Hollywood... that's because it's in fucking Wembley Stadium, boy. Come on, then. I mean. They've already had to deal with like worse rain when they get over here. It'd be a bit of fucking drizzle if they had it here. <laughs> That's also, true. Yeah. Doesn't Wembley have a roof nowadays? It's got half a roof. It's enough. It's fine. It's enough. Yeah, it'll be fine. fine. <laughs> doesn't doesn't the new Spurs Stadium have a roof? Yeah. Or the Olymp or the West Ham one? Uh, the, the Olympic one. the Olympic Stadium has got a roof on it. I think Spurs Stadium has. But yeah, the Olympic Stadium would be fucking awesome for Mania. It's never yeah, going to happen. The only problem with the Olympic Stadium, which actually would kind of work, is that it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. It is, but that's also a plus. That is plus, because you can then do all like the, the fringe events around that area and just take yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they got rid of like a lot of the infrastructure that was around there, but they had stuff like the, the velodrome and stuff like that, the other big arenas that they put up. Like You'd have the takeover in there. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, it's, never, I mean, it's, if, it's never gonna fucking happen, is it? They don't the, want it. The, over other, here. the other side of that is if they did Wembley, they've got Wembley Arena literally over the road. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do Raw and SmackDown there as well. Yeah, oh. that's where they did. That's where they, well, they do Raw and SmackDown in the O2. Oh, okay. That's where they did um, Take Over London, though. Ah. It's not going to happen. No. I wanted to, but it's not going to happen. It's, it won't. They'll, they'll, they've already spoke about doing a pay-per-view in England. It will never be WrestleMania. So we'll, I, don't I think. think at best we'll get SummerSlam. Maybe, yeah, maybe a rumble at a SummerSlam. push. A rumble would be cool. I think it'll be Although, SummerSlam, just because of the tradition of SummerSlam in, in Wembley anyway. Yeah, then, then again, the way WWE do plan like these pay-per-views nowadays, it's like, if they're going to do a foreign one, they'll just call it Super Showdown and say it's this place. <laughs> and it'll be it'll be kind of a big show, but it, it definitely won't be. Mm. It'll be it'll be just a glorified house show. Well, that's what they were planning last year, wasn't it? Because they were going to have Tyson Fury and Drew, and it was going to be a, a UK pay-per-view. I imagine it would have been some iteration of Super Showdown. Yeah. Capital Punishment, or whatever they called the last one they did. Is that what it was? Capital it? Carnage. Didn't they do Capital Carnage in London, then they did Capital Punishment in Washington? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. Oh, well. Anyway, moving on. And the biggest bit of news to come out this week. Um, There's quite some extensive bits on this. Uh, Fightful Select reported that WWE had started uh, what appeared to be the annual April 15th releases day. Um, if you remember to back to last year on the same day, I think people called it Black Wednesday um, when they cut. Uh, a handful of talent seemingly from out of nowhere. Well, they're continuing with that trend, if you like. Um, and they started with uh, Mickey James, Billy Kay, Chelsea Green, Kalisto, Tucker, Bo Dallas, Mojo Riley, Wesley Blake, and the biggest one out of all of these, Samoa Joe. I'm of no fucking words how like i think renee Paquette oh, put it on um, twitter i forgot to add to that list actually uh, i just realized peyton royce as well of course yeah peyton royce um, how, which, I, that, like flabbergasted some of the talent there you could use to like start a, your own promotion couldn't you yeah like yeah samoa joe alone is he's incredible um, build a division around samoa joe Mickey James has got all the wealth, like wealth of knowledge and experience. Chelsea Green and the Iconics are, both, are all excellent. That's um, that's a faction in itself. Tucker just based off um, just based off his Twitter the last like day or so. Seems like a guy who wants to build the company around. Yeah, just just shooting on WWE. <laughs> You forget, you forget Bo Dallas, like NXT champion, was taken very seriously in NXT. And he's 31. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, he's got, like, years ahead of him. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Apparently, as well, um, there's potentially going to be some NXT ones in the next couple of days. So, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, oh, it was, it was rumoured to be last night. But then, what? I don't know if you remember last year when the NXT ones happened. They kind of came out in dribs and drabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They were done. They were done like with no fanfare or so. They kind of came out in dribs and drabs, and um, mm. and then were sort of announced like more by the wrestlers. Also, they only had thirty day non competes, not um, not ninety, which is why a couple of a couple of uh, people kind of shown up 
elsewhere very quickly, like mm-hmm. Dion Abrago, um, Ty Conti, and Cesar Bononi, who are all doing really good stuff in yeah. Impact and AW. Was, um, um, what's his name? Leo Rush was part of that as well, wasn't he, last year? He was. Yeah. Um, he's, he's been quite vocal on Twitter oh, he was, about this. He was very, very angry. He was a very angry man. Taking a flamethrower to all of those bridges. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was literally like a year to the day, wasn't it? Mm. And he he said, like, they just don't care. They just don't give a shit. Um, yeah. yeah. So the Fightful have given a lot of updates. They were really, really, um, they're really good at, like, sort of keeping everybody well-informed. Um, they were actually posting stuff about releases before WWE posted about the releases. Mm. which kind of shows how well-informed they were um, <laughs> on it. Uh, so they said, um, of the of those wrestlers, we've been told um, that Mickey James have been very vocal backstage about her desire to continue wrestling. We're also told by talent that where the merge this week, so- Samoa Joe had expressed his desire to wrestle of late, but was not cleared by WWE's doctors. Where the WWE cut actually made its way around a couple of months ago. However, we've been told a month that multiple people among the cuts had inquired about whether or not they were on the chopping block and were told they weren't going they weren't going to be among them only to be cut anyway. Fucking one wrestler hell. one wrestler told us it's just an annual reminder this is a company, not a family. Wow. Which that is speaks volumes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um it I mean what's really shitty is the fact that they've given these like talent the word to say, look your your job's safe. Yeah. And then Only it's rolled and pulled the rug nah. from underneath them. Oh. yeah. To have to have Joe on commentary literally three days before he's sacked off on Billy, Mania. Billy Kay wrestled on Mania. Billy Kay wrestled on Mania. Mickey like, James just... did commentary on Takeover. Yeah. So Chelsea Green people... had not long re-signed a new contract, hadn't she? Wasn't she yeah, due she to like re- re-debut? She signed a new deal, and she was li- literally yeah. They were priming her to return, like. From what I understand, the SmackDown after WrestleMania, Christ! Like you look at the people, like fair enough, Bo Dallas. They've not used them for like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I get how that do you when- not? I get it, but also with everything going on with Bray, how do you not find a way to include him in that storyline? It's his fucking brother. Like they look pretty alike. Was there not something you could have like shoehorned in there? I just, ah, oh, I don't know. It is baffling. It's mental. Yeah, um, it really is. It's like even even you look at like um, Wesley Blake. Like he, loads of wrestlers have come out and said how good he is, and like people don't yeah. even realize because you don't see him. Yeah, like how FTR was saying, like they they thought he was like the best wrestler, like pure wrestler in their class. Wow, um, in NXT, and that no one will get to see it. Um, also, him and Steve Cutler have already kind of teased that they're going to reunite on the Indies. Ah, so, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, I imagine think... I imagine they'll probably show up in Impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You forget that Blake uh, and Murphy were tag team in NXT. Like, I think they were tag team champions at one point. They had, like, Alexa Bliss, like, with them as well. Yeah. Um, like, Murphy's not doing anything. You could have put them back together. That's another tag team in a division. They were excellent. I just, it's fucking nuts. It really is. Yeah. Um, going back to Bo Dallas a bit, Fightful also updated on his status saying that um, he was unfortunately among that list of people released um, after being out of action since 2019. I think we touched on this and we'd mentioned it 
a good few weeks ago on a news uh, a news episode about Bo being backstage at episodes of SmackDown, but they just had nothing for him. There was nothing creatively figured out for him, no plans whatsoever. Um, he'd also started looking into additional business ventures. He was at WrestleMania festivities as of Friday and participated in a test match for a couple of minutes while WWE tested out their setup. So even right up until like, what, 48, 72 hours, like he's turning up. They've got nothing for him. They're using him in these little tests. Like, just, oh, it's mental. And it I know you've, you've said it a few times. You said it like when that whole thing over Twitch came out. It's stuff like this that makes it increasingly more difficult to continue watching the product when yeah. the treatment of some people's just, oh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I remember, I remember um, when we were doing the NXT UK review yesterday and obviously all these kind of came out just before NXT UK started mm. and I was about to watch NXT UK and I was like, I've, I'm not in the mood to watch any any kind of wrestling right now. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this sucks. And it's it like the thing is like a lot of a lot of people probably say, oh well, you know they're they're a big company and all corporations do this. And it's like yeah, they do, but at the same time, don't don't fucking tell you like don't treat your workers like shit, and then yeah, yeah. tell them the job's safe, and then Bit buy at the last. Yeah. Um, one more thing, uh, Fightful uh, provided an update on was uh, Billy Kay. Or one more person, I should say, uh, saying Billy Kay was a surprise cut for many backstage as the talent that the Fightful spoke to did not expect that coming. When asked why, they cited the fact that she was used on WWE television as recently as WrestleMania and was loved in the locker room, as her former, as was her former tags partner who also got released, Peyton Royce. Um, Fightful said they were told that Kevin Dunn specifically didn't get Billy Kay and had beat. And have verbalized that he saw a ceiling for her in WWE when they're not sure if that actually contributed to her release. You fucking best um, believe it did. Kevin Dunn needs to fucking focus more on all the stupid fucking motion sickness camera shots. <laughs> and yeah, instead of having a fucking word in creative. Also, if we want to get into it, Kevin Dunn, the same man who said this about Becky Lynch. So for a yeah. year, because he didn't like her accent. So for a fucking year, Becky Lynch wasn't really getting much of a push because Kevin Dunn didn't like her accent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what? also, what would a fucking 60-year-old man who looks like he lives underground, honestly, <laughs> fucking, like, what, what would he honestly, like, have to kind of contribute towards what younger people would think? Like, Billy Kay really kind of hit with like a younger audience. Yeah. 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 And she was absolute gold whenever she got, she made the most of a, a mic, a mic time, a camera time. Yeah. She yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really genuinely funny person. Mm. Her and Peyton both were together. Yeah. And Billy Kay kind of kept that energy going. Mm-hmm. Peyton Royce has really improved as a wrestler as well in that time. Yeah. And Billy Kay. Um, they at least kind of part, well, I say part on a good terms, like that if you read her kind of statement after the release, um, it sounds like it was, she, she's kind of like, she's very thankful and she was like, you know, I'm really grateful for my time there and stuff. She wasn't burning any bridges. It's sensible. I yeah. would love to see them back there and used again properly. I mean, um, but, the only person who did burn any bridges was Tucker, who 
pretty much threw a firebomb on the fucker. Um, <laughs> they palmed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see them back anyway. I, I get the impression they're probably going to be okay for work. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Given the fact that Impact have a burgeoning women's tag division, um, which has just lost the team as well because uh, one half has left the company. Hmm. Um, and that uh, you've got like AW building up their women's division. Um, yeah. I, I get I get the imp- And also Peyton's husband works for AW. <laughs> um, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, he's in a pretty prominent role at AW <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I, I get, I get the impression they'll be, they'll be all right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the, I, a lot of people on, on like social media and whatever have been saying, "Oh, everyone's going to go to AW." I don't think that's the case. I don't think AW is the be all and end all. No. Um, of like where people are going to go, I think there's a lot of potential people who could go to AW there that would be mm. very cool. Like Samoa Joe and AW would be amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea Green, I think she'd be a really good addition to the women's division, as would mm-hmm. Mickey James, as would the Iconics. Chelsea um, Green's going to impact. Matt Cardona's there. She's going to impact. She Surely. is, but also um, she wrestled on All In. Oh, okay. So there's that as well, um, mm. that she, she might end up doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I I think she's probably going to be impact as well, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, um, Scott Demore's already teasing like people he's been in contact with. Um, apparently, last year, within fifteen minutes of like the Good Brothers getting getting released, he was on the phone to on the blower, <laughs> and a couple a couple of other people who got released as well. Like, obviously, impacted that um, did slam where they were teasing loads of like people mm-hmm. uh, coming to their company. Yeah, yeah, um, and Im- impacted in that weird position where the the sort of losing talent constantly. But then they're not. Yeah. Um, but they could always do with like strengthening that roster. And like I think- in, impacts like that kind of I don't want to say safe haven, but it's if say for example, say say you get released on WWE, you go to AEW, and you get what happens to say potentially like Sean Spears or Miro, where you come out with like, how did they misuse those? They go to AEW, you expect yeah they're going to use them properly. And then they're not. Mm. You go to Impact and you go, well, Impact doesn't have much to prove. Like, Impact's just there, isn't it? But you go to Impact and someone that's deserving of a push, someone that's deserving of better, someone that is destined for more, gets that in Impact. Yeah. Because it's not it's not this kind of, it's not this fight to the top, it's not this scramble to the top. There's not loads and loads and loads of big names like there is in, say, AEW, where it's 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 hard to force your way into that picture. Whereas it impact, impact... feel like they're trying to kind of make the big names to then send to AEW. To go, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or Japan. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's um, cool about Impact. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I, as I say, I reckon a lot of those names... Or, the other one that's been kind of bandied about, which we're doing a lot of teasing, was NWA, who obviously yeah. they lost a lot of their roster um, due to the pandemic and contracts expiring. Um, a few a few people showing up in, in, uh, in not in NWA, yeah, in yeah. AW, a few people showing up in Impact, a few people showing up in WWE. Um, so yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see who they sign. I know they would, kind of mm. quite vocal 
about the season, maybe Bo Dallas would go there. Yeah. Um and also and he, he'd probably be a really good fit there as well. Mm-hmm. Um also you've got uh, Mickey James, her husband is the NWA world's champion. So yeah. She's Perfect probably sense. gonna uh, she's probably gonna end up there as well. Um you'd think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's um Either way, it's just it's just shitty, isn't it? The whole it's thing, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, we'll end the WWE news on a positive though. And speaking of people being released, thought would get released, maybe should have been released earlier, but haven't been released. PW Insider reports that Alistair Black has filmed vignettes for a return. Yes, he posted the first one of those on Instagram yesterday. Oh, have you seen it? I have. I have. Fucking interesting, Ooh, isn't it? It's it, is. it reminds me a bit of Seth Rollins' character. Oh, okay. Like the cult leader. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, he's he's playing off the fact that he again, like that him and Seth Rollins both look like the baddie from Far Cry Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I they're ge- both genuinely they're both thought when Far Cry Five came out that it they'd used Alistair Black on the front cover. Yeah. yeah. He look he looks more like Joseph Seed than Seth Rollins does. <laughs> Seth Rollins just kind of like went for that look. Whereas mm. Alistair already does look like him. Yeah, yeah. If anyone doesn't know, he's basically just got like a top knot, uh, a beard. He, wear, he wears aviators, which Alistair Black's wearing in this video. Mm-hmm. And he's got like loads of tattoos as well. Um, yeah. Like Alistair Black. Also, he he was saying about culling the head, which people people were um, people going, oh, Alistair Black's going to get a faction. You clearly don't understand what culling the fucking head means. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's as far away from getting a faction as possible. That means he's gonna fucking. But yeah, um, it, there was a lot of like religious symbology in, mm. in it, and it was. It, if you haven't seen it, it's about two minutes. It's very well produced, and yeah, it, it, I, I don't know whether he's whether this is part of his return or if he's done it on his own, but. I mean, they, they they certainly could have aired that on SmackDown in place of something else. They yeah. aired a fucking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. Um, interestingly, when he put it out as well, he put episode zero. So whether that means mm. that they're going to start showing vignettes for him next week, I don't know. But either way, just he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, in my opinion. He is. He's absolutely unreal. He's different from anything else. Yeah. Um, and he's just he's just got it. Yeah. It's a fucking travesty the, that he's not been on TV for what? Better part of six months? Six months, he's not wrestling. Yeah. Well, seven months now. Mental. Um obviously he was nursing some injuries, but at the same time, like it's just baffling, isn't it? It's yeah. he's it's such a waste, and it, it's the same thing, isn't it? With N- with NXT talent, you bring them up, and they don't have any direction for them. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, people like them. Um, <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. Um, moving on to NXT, um, PW and um, PW Unlimited are reporting that the next takeover will be the May fifteenth or sixteenth. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm imagine I imagine that uh, WWE have kind of put like a placeholder on that. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pay for you. I think that's the weekend. Is it money in the bank? Is that the is money that in the, the bank? 
Uh, no him. WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, okay. Right, WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash is the 16th, so the it, I imagine it would more likely be the 15th. Right, right. Looking at that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. The, yeah. There doesn't seem to be any kind of real build to anything. No, I was, was going to say, like, it, everything's kind of died down after Stand and Deliver. That doesn't feel like... Yeah, I mean... Like, I get... I don't know. They've got keep time. up with Raquel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I don't know. We mentioned it a couple of times, like her and Dakota Kai, like they're going to split them up. They've got the time to split and build a few between them. There's well, they, they teased and say these Martinez and Zoe Stark as like the next two challenges. Okay. So we're probably going to get a number one contenders match next week. Um, Decent. They've also... They also teased a potential rematch between Johnny and Bronson. Oh yes, and yeah. um, another swerve and rough match with like some kind of stipulation. Decent. Um, Looking forward yeah. to that. If, if that happens, yeah. That, that's that's like pure speculation from me watching NXT this week. <laughs> <laughs> whether like that's gonna happen, I don't know. That, that's just me speculating, but that that seems like the logical thing to do. Yeah, it makes sense. And another Cole O'Reilly match as well. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, moving on. Speaking with Booker T on his Hall of Fame podcast, WWE's most iconic money man, Ted DiBiase, revealed that he is supposed to be doing something with Cameron Grams in the near future. Uh, he said the following. As a matter of fact, I'm supposed to go down to the developmental center pretty soon. I think I'm going to do something with that new guy, the new money guy, Cameron Grimes or something. I'm going to have a little feud with him. Yes, please. And thank you. Give him the million dollar belt. Do it now. Give me what I want. Yeah. I'm, I'm feud. I'm bring back Ted Jr. If he's not in legal trouble. I can't remember if I'd heard he was. Uh, um, yeah, he was. I'm not sure where that's at at the moment. Wasn't it for embezzlement as well? Yep. <laughs> the irony. Of course, it fucking, of course it fucking was. Um, yeah, I hope that's IRS quality. Well. You hope what? Sorry, IRS shows up as well. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah that'd be gold. Um, <laughs> yeah, that the whole thing would be amazing. I'm, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> um, moving on to AW and another release. Um, AW have released Eva Lee. Um, she tweeted about it saying. History repeats itself, unfortunately. I speak up about the mistreatments and get get let go. That's life. When Fightful reached out to Eva she said, I spoke up about mistreatment from a coach, even to other women too. There were witnesses and I got and I was the one that got suspended and left them out. Now let go. Nothing has been done about it the entire the, uh, all the entire time about Thunder Rosa slandering my name the entire time in AEW and doing everything to sabotage my position there. I kept caught quiet um thunder rosa also has a history of getting involved with officials in order to get ahead which there was a lawsuit and everything in lucha underground um bloody hell what's I mean, going on there it's yeah it's it's weird like eva lisa someone who has had controversy around her name pretty much her whole career like really has been difficult to work with like um i, I remember WCPW did a show. I think it was Liverpool, actually. Okay. And after the show, Cody tweeted something out like he didn't name anyone, but he was 
It was fairly like, obvious. If you've got this attitude, you don't belong in the locker room, sort of thing. Right, right, right. And she'd, she, again, as I say, she has like a kind of history of being unprofessional. Um, she left, she left NXT because she felt like she was too good for it. It was another one. Um, wow. And obviously, there's that clip going around of a match with Thunder Rosa where she just starts, like, goes into business for herself. Yeah, and just, like, I starts, saw that. That's starts refusing to help. Um, yeah, uh, I mean it, it's a shame because she's a talented wrestler. I I don't know whether like when she says mistreatment from a coach, I don't know what that is. I, I, yeah, I'm not, not going to go into that too much because I don't know what like whether she's talking about Thunder Rosa as a coach because I know she's been doing a bit of coaching or yeah, yeah. what not. Um, as soon as as soon as Thunder Rosa like kind of came in and they had that match, it was like. Felt like the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of those kind of couple of bad words said between not not the two of them, but Thunder Rosa's husband and Eva Lee on Twitter about about it. Um, Thunder Rosa said like put quite publicly, yeah, I don't have any plans on working with it. Um, Jeez, but yeah, it's just say it sounds like a bit of a dick. <laughs> Just yeah, just a bit of a dick. Like if a one-off, fine. Like one company and one-off. But every promotion you go to, and there's an issue, you start saying, yeah. "Okay, well, it's it can't be the other people. It's her. She's got to be difficult to work with." But then I I saw that clip in that match um, against Thunder Rose, and I was just like, "What are you doing? This is making every like not just your opponent. Does, You're making yeah, yourself look just like a dick." Make Thunder Rose look bad. It makes. It makes AW look bad. It yeah. makes hair look bad. Why, it makes... would she, why would she get work anywhere else after showing that kind of display? It's oh, moron. It's yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, like it, it's crazy as well because, as I say, she's really, she's really talented. Like she was stupidly over in Lucha on the ground. Um, she was like one of the people he really made like kind of a big deal of. Mm. Um, just a shitty, shitty attitude. Yeah, and and like e- even um, like a couple of other things came out about her, and she doesn't seem like a very nice person. Like Ugh. some, like the 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 big one was uh, some. I, I don't know if she's deleted the tweet now, but a fan had basically contacted her, saying like tweeted her saying, "Oh, you really helped me, like kind of with mental health problems and anxiety and depression," and she said. And she then like quote tweeted it and said, "They're not real." Hey, and, yeah, yeah, like she said, oh, anxiety problems and that's not real. You just gotta, you just gotta like be stronger. Wow. And but then also she was like kind of tweeting about like having depression problems with depression during AEW. So it's like, well, make your mind up. Christ. And, yeah, obviously. I mean, we don't know the full story. It could. It could be fucking mental health problems. That's the thing. Like, mm. but at the same time, it's like we you're not helping we don't yourself. Full story. She's yeah. If if it's the case, then she needs to can. If that's the case, then maybe she needs to be a bit more transparent with companies she's working yeah. with, people she's working yeah, yeah, with, so yeah. they can get a better understanding. Exactly. Um. But yeah, it's Christ. the whole thing. <clears throat> the whole thing seems like a bit of a um, little bit of a shit show. It does. To say the least. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to some slightly more positive news. 
from the rest of the world. Kick off with some New Japan stuff. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling announced fans get to decide the upcoming stipulation for the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 Provisional Championship match between Toro Yanu and Evil. Uh, the two are set to meet on uh, night one of wrestling Satsuma uh, no Kuni on April the 28th in either a Creation of Darkness blindfold match or a Darkness match. I don't know what these are, but it sounds like fun. Uh, the first You're about match- to find out the rules are beneath. <laughs> <laughs> the first match's rules, uh, the first match being the Creation of Darkness blindfold match, are as follows, as per New Japan uh, pro wrestling distinct from the traditional blindfold match this bout will start with four blindfolded hoods on each of the four ring posts around the ring a competitor is only able to defeat their opponent if they can blindfold them first should a hood be secured on an opponent usual rules apply to pinfall submissions knockouts and countouts the rules for the darkness uh, the darkness match are the first three minutes of the match will see the lights turned on and off at 30-second intervals. <laughs> uh, from the three-minute mark onwards, there will be 30 seconds of darkness every three minutes until a decision is rendered. Um, this sounds like the sort of nonsense that Aaron watches on those count- this... council estate pay-per-views. <laughs> well, I, it, I was going to say it sounds like New Japan are trying to get into DDT's uh, pros market there. Um, <laughs> pro for anyone who doesn't know being like the most batshit company absolutely mental my first introduction into that was Kota Ibushi and like a rubber dinghy going down like a rapids or something having a fight in that (laughs) what the hell is it they've got a they've got a title called the heavyweight the heavy metal open weight championship or something like that where um, Candice LeRae once won it in a dream sequence (laughs) Um, and Uh, Cole Cabana lost it in a game of tick. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, it's just mental. Like they, they, they just absolutely insane. Some of the shit they do in that company. Um, did I think they did a false count anywhere match in a water park as well, which wow. is just brilliant. Like uh, Chris Brooks in a fucking hurricane rana off a bridge over a lazy river. Into the <laughs> river. Um, yeah. The, it, it's but well, that being said with DDT as well, they, it's also where people like Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, yeah, um, Sami Zayn. I say it wasn't Sami Zayn, like El Generico in there as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, uh, Cole Cabana all got like kind of their big like international break. Like, there was no DDT, there'd be no like what we've got of like where mm. Kenny and Kota are today, yeah, yeah. because based on a match they had in DDT, they got signed by New Japan, so yeah, but I mean, th- this is very. Very, very weird that they're doing this. <laughs> I love, I love that Akada pitched all this as well. <laughs> it, it's like, it's like a, this is Akada's baby. Apparently, the um, the king of pro wrestling. It, it was all his idea. He pitched it, and then they kind of give them the reins on it. Um, Quality, lovely stuff. And now we're having mental, like random ass stipulations like this, where it's just like, okay, this could be fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm 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 all I'm all for craziness and wrestling. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that sounds good to me. Um yeah, <laughs> m- moving on, um Mike and Maria Canellas, obviously they were both released last year's call. Um have uh, signed new full time deals with Ring of Honor. Excellent. Uh, they were they were previously working on like a part time deal. I think Mike returned around I wanna say December. 
It was the okay. end of last year anyway that he yeah. didn't both return. Um, That's good. They're both good. Mike Bennett's excellent. Yeah. Um, Maria Maria as well seems to be doing like a lot of work mm. on like rebuilding the women's division in Ring of Honor, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they not you know, long ago reintroduced the women's title again into Ring yeah, of Honor, didn't they? She she kind of like she's kind of like um, I don't think she's wrestling, but she's like the sort of authority figure of it. Okay. She, she's like oh, like the not uh, authority figure doesn't really do it justice. She's basically like the commissioner of it, so she's booking yeah, yeah, the match, yeah. booking the tournament, and that's cool. She's yeah, um, she's kind of like seen as the sporting body over in um, Ring of Honor for that. That's but yeah, it's cool. very, very cool. Both very talented. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with Mike Bennett. Obviously, they've had him in the OG Kingdom, and uh, oh, that's getting wild what they're doing with that at the moment. So I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued to see where where he goes um, for sure. Um, next, uh, Pair PW Insider. MLW have been in talks with Discovery about potential broadcast deal. Um, interesting. That'd be very interesting. Um, I know they were on being sports. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm trying to like, they, they, it's weird. They do a lot of, um, a lot of the shows as well. They kind of, well, I say a lot of the shows, the weekly show, hmm. they put out free on YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, More interesting though, Discovery, isn't that owned by Disney? No. Na- oh, is it na- not? National, oh, National Geographic. Geographic. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. However, Still, though, Discovery, thing, big deal. That Disco- goes through. Discovery might be um, owned by... Let me just do a little Google. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves, people. Um, <laughs> do, you want, do you want to read through the next news piece, which is I also on... Speaking of, MLW, <laughs> speaking of MLW, speaking uh, of MLW, they have filed a trademark for Azteca Underground to be used in wrestling, specifically promoting shows and for merchandising, further adding fuel to the fire of a Lutra Underground relaunch. Yes, yes, yes. From someone that's that from someone that's never, I think I've probably seen one match from Lucha Underground, and from someone that's not very familiar with it, this already really, really excites me. I know you and Tasty often say. We need to do some retro watch-alongs of, of Lucha Underground stuff because it's just mental. And a lot of the guys that we see in WWE and AEW now, a lot of them came from Lucha Underground. Obviously, had been places before that, but really made a name for themselves in, in Lucha Underground. So to see that trademark get filed and it essentially be kind of the, the relaunch, the rebirth of, of Lucha Underground is very, very exciting news. Yeah. Um so, according to this, Discovery is owned by TBS, um, okay. who also own TNT. Oh. I think. Is that right? Lucha Underground AEW crossover confirmed. I could be wrong on that. Actually, you look at this. <laughs> oh, no. The, the, um, no, the, the, it's the Travel Channel that owns them now. So oh. never mind. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> however, I, I mean, Lucha Underground AW crossover, they just need to get Pen- Pentagon in some fucking cinematic matches. Yes. Turn Ray Phoenix into a zombie. Um, like they did in Lucha <laughs> Underground. Have John Morrison coming in, come in for a one one shot on a uh, Luchasaurus's head off with an actual sword while dressed as Indiana Jones. That's kind of good. Um, 
They're just an example of some of the laughs that they have in Lucha Underground. I can't fucking wait to rewatch Lucha Underground. <laughs> I, 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 I'm literally like, I've been searching every day to try and find it, find it because you can't get it in the UK. Oh, okay. So, so we're going to have to try and do some, uh, use some uh, VPN or some shit. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's on American Netflix and it's on American Amazon Prime. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. So if we get a V, if we can just sort of VPN, we'll be oh, all right. We'll watch but, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's and I think it's on. Uh, is it Tubi, which is okay, another streaming service in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is. It's readily accessible in America. It's just anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely need some more leisure on the ground in my life. Um, Absolutely. Moving on. Um, this is a very very cool news. Um, Mauro Ranallo will be the guest commentator on the Rich Swan vs Kenny Omega title vs title match. At Impact Wrestling Rebellion on April the twentieth. Oh yes. Also, we um, love Morrow. Also, if anyone hasn't seen it, they did a ten-minute press conference, which was absolutely outstandingly good. Really, uh, it made, it was like a proper like like boxing or UFC fight quality press conference. So like, um, it was kind of like a boxing one where like they're talking about belt unification, like okay. Tony Khan and Don Callis and Kenny are all on one side and. They're, they're talking and then you've got like Scott Demore and Rich Swan on the other side um, and they, they had um, as well on Impact um, YouTube channel just a really kind of like hammer home bigger deal Mauro is mm. they did um, what Mauro does for the boxing where it's like five ways this guy can win the fight yeah, five yeah, ways yeah. this guy can win oh quality so, um, yeah I'm, I was already quite excited for this pay-per-view because of this match yeah. I'm now extremely like I'm, fever I'm, pitch <laughs> yeah I, i'm already like really excited for it i think we, we've discussed that and we're doing a watch along for it yeah yeah um, yeah I think, I think we kind of need to now don't we this this mm-hmm. is this is like also on the card as well they've announced their train miguel versus sammy callahan in a last man standard match which will Ooh, probably yes. be money oh um, yes and i think there's a, there's another like hardcore match but i can't remember what it was it was violent by design versus someone, but yeah, that should be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for that now. That Mar- Maro's there, like yeah, yeah. Th- this is a fucking masterstroke by Impact, in my opinion, because hugely, yeah. They the way the way this is probably going to pan out. They've got Maro for this pay per view. If they if they can just get Maro to do the main events of each pay per view, yeah, like the one or the big ones that they're doing, like mm-hmm. with AEW talent on, yeah, that's. That's getting a lot more eyes on the Massive. product. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's a great move. I'd add to that the fact that they're like, let's face it, Kenny's probably winning that match. Yeah, there's, there's absolutely no way Rich Swan's winning the AEW title. Um, no, nah, he's not, is he? It'll, but it's all right though because he'll lose it. But then give it a little while, and Moose will get it back off Kenny. Moose and, and Moose, and then we'll all get what we want. Yeah, it'll 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 fuck up too many storylines if uh, Kenny drops that AEW title now. Mm. Um, so, but that being said, it already adds kind of like it already adds like a lot of more eyes on Impact product. If you have Kenny Omega walking out with Dynamite with the with the Impact title over his shoulder, <laughs> yeah, man, they've That's already huge. got the tag title. They've already had the tag titles on there when the Good Brothers were tag champs. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, that's another one. Good Brothers vs. Finjuice rematch is on that card as well. Ah, nice. Oh, so, yeah. That it, like Rebellion's card is really good. We'll do it. We'll do a preview of it. Um, 
it's next weekend, so we'll do a preview of it on the news next week. Good job. Um, but yeah, it's it's shaping up to be a very very good show. Um, yeah. And Impact have done as again again Impact have done some really good work. We're here getting like eyes on the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine as well they're probably going to announce Slammiversary. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you've you've got to think that if they announce Slammiversary, they're going to be announcing um, a couple of people who have been released. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Also, one thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about that. Uh, do you know what day the 90 days up? Oh, God. Is it like fucking all in or something? July the 14th. What's that? It's a Wednesday. Ah, oh, no way. <laughs> so, you know, for a fact, some, somebody's probably making a surprise debut the following week. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah. even on that show, if they can get it done quickly mm. enough. Oof. I mean, did, if TNA in 2005, like the day that Kurt Angle's fucking 90 day was up. He was on there. It was 30 days, it was, he got, they had them like on, in a vignette, like the second it came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, so it was the turn of midnight. Wow. Yeah, you know, you know that's happening. <laughs> uh Moving on to our last bit of news, um, Sebastian Stan uh, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, uh, various Avenger movies, um, has said that he wants to play Ric Flair in a biopic. I'd love to see that. Sebastian Stan he, is excellent. He's he's my favourite character by like Miles and Falcon and the Winter Soldier because yeah, he's such a he's, he's so such good. A dick. <laughs> um, I do love Zemo though. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, apparently he's he was talking about it. Um, he said he's. Um, in fact, let me get the quote up because I forgot to put that down. <laughs> uh, he was talking to Collider and he said that he'd love. Uh, he said he'd love to do a Ric Flair Arn Anderson um, biopic, and that he's a ma- he was a massive like WWF fan when he was a kid. Oh, and, he, and he loves Ric Flair. Apparently, I, I couldn't find a video of it, but apparently he does an amazing Ric Flair impression as well. <laughs> we'll have to search that one out. And That's he cool. said uh, he wants Paul Hauser to... Uh, I don't know who that is. I'm going to have to Google it. But he said he wants him to play Arn. Oh, okay. And he, he's a really good friend of Sebastian Stans. I'm just going to get a picture oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him. Yeah. Let's have a look. He's in... Um, Paul Hauser. He's in Black Klansman... Uh, the five bloods, yeah. I, I could, and he looks like Arn Anderson, does look a bit like Arn, doesn't he? Yeah, if you just like trim his hair right down, yeah, yeah, make him look like he's <laughs> going bald, <laughs> baldy, baldy head, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah, if that I happens mean, or not, we don't know, but they've got, certainly it's worth playing Hogan in the Hogan biopic. Just yeah, get they have, just get Sebastian Stan in as a Ric Flair. Yeah, get him to have a cameo, and then that that offshoots into a Ric Flair biopic, and yeah. you create a WWF cinematic universe. <laughs> There's Vince. a Vince one coming out as well, isn't there? There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the guy that's playing Vince looks spot on as well. Does he? I've not actually seen a picture. I'll have to Google that now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That I'm I'm very excited for a very excited for some Sebastian Stan being Ric Flair, Absolutely. especially if he's. Especially if you've got a bit of that bucky energy. 
<laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah. that wraps up this week's news. Um, like we said at the start, drop us your comments on Discord and Twitch at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, let us know your comments and thoughts on any of the news topics that we've discussed today. And if we missed any out, any that you want uh, a bit of further discussion on. Thanks for joining us as always. I've been Troy, joined by Jay. Look after yourselves and speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.